we're going to talk about. I think the agenda for today is first we're going to talk about what Cybeta is for the newbies here. Then we're going to go over the um, well, the some of the Siberians' personal backgrounds and interests. Um, and then after this, we'll, we will look at some of the projects we're working on. And then I think to close it off, we'll look at doing a Q&A. Is that all right? Yeah, that sounds perfect. All right. Okay. So uh, what is Savita then? Um, do any of you want to answer that? Because I'd like to see what your opinions on, like how you think what we exist as. I will take a stab at it just because I come to this from pretty much as much of an outsider perspective as one can. Um, but yeah, when I first learned about Stacks, I guess I first joined the Stacks Discord and I was on Twitter. And then all of a sudden I started seeing some posts from Cybeta Guild and this mysterious individual named Asteria. Uh, so I went to the, the Cybeta Discord and yeah, everyone was just really welcoming. I, I'm an architect by training. I really don't have any development background. I, I guess I bring, you know, some abilities in terms of just design thinking and um, project management. But so I explained that. I thought this probably isn't going to go anywhere because I don't have real actionable skills that uh, these folks need. And it was not like that at all. Uh, it was just a very welcoming environment. Uh, put it up to a very informal vote. And uh, before you knew it, I was a member of the guild and just able to be on the front lines of these different projects and initiatives that people are working on and, and really get a, a sneak peek at some of the things that are being developed for Stacks and, and by other people in the Stacks community. And so, yeah, I mean, in, in general, it's a, and this is my impression, Asteria, but uh, it's a collection of individuals that self-organize and they take on projects, whether they're self-starting the projects or they're, they're bounties that are brought in by maybe someone from Hero or City Coins or an affiliated uh, Stacks entity and uh, just continue to build. And you know, through that self-organization, I think that we're trying to get a little bit more organized and formal um, in terms of being able to like identify what everyone's skills are and what a pipeline of projects are and how to staff those appropriately. And then, more, you know, also on the backside, like how do we begin to uh, finance these things and, and make sure that anyone that contributes is uh, has an economic incentive. Uh, so there's, some almost like DAO-like aspects that are also underway. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. So currently, Saivita is a quite an informal DAO, um, a decentralized autonomous organization. We have no uh, like board of directors. We have no stock. We have no legal status anywhere, but we are a group of individuals that identify under one brand name, aka Savita Guild, um, to try and follow what Bitcoin did for the world and sort of expand on it. Um, so currently we were formed in the Stacks ecosystem. Um, but we are probably venturing into things like native Bitcoin and 
Bitcoin Lightning and engineering on that front. Um, really, we were founded as a development um, organization. So we were trying to build a decentralized social network called the Metaverse back in like January. And there were two of us that founded it. Um, and then since then, we rebranded to Labs3 and then pretty quickly rebranded to Savita Guild and Adal. Um, and after, I don't know, nine months now, nine and a half months, um, Savita's grown to like an immense size um, and has, well, for, for, we helped develop things like Miami Coin. Uh, we help out on New York Coin. Um, for, I mean, specifically for New York Coin, we raised um, in order to create the first bunch of the token. Um, we raised over two point three million dollars worth of SDX in roughly one to three days. I can't remember exactly. Um, and over that period of time, we are now the largest NYC miner with at least well almost five hundred members in our pool right now. Um, our capital pool and over well thinking about it i think we've mined over 27 million nyc now someone will have to check me on that but it's somewhere around there um so we're planning to distribute that afterwards after the pool um back on the savita front um that that's yeah that's generally the gist of it um it's a it's a very open system. We don't want um, it's it's quite unopinionated, unopinionated, um, and it was designed that way. We don't have an on-chain blockchain presence right now, so we don't have any smart contracts that handle our voting systems yet, though they could be planned and we have thought about it for a while. Um, but we have to see what happens on that front. Um, but the the that's the general gist of it. Uh, we we want to follow what Bitcoin did as individuals, as pseudonym, pseudonymous individuals around the world, and keep building effectively. And then just real quickly, and I would love to hear more about this. But the group within the group, uh, or sort of parallel to the group, is the Bowtie Guild. Um, Bowtie Moonbeam. You want to talk about that at all? Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, I remember um, when when Asteria rebranded from, you know, rebranded the project from Lab 3 to Savita Guild. And, you know, like, Asteria is great at leaking his work. So, you know, it's always exciting whenever he's, you know, he's like, we're building this or we're building that. So I started following him. And, you know, when Miami Coin launched and there was this pool going, um, you know, I got into the pool and a couple of other bow tides got into the pool. And, you know, we realized, like, this is not only is this, like, uh, you know, a, a great return opportunity, but also, like, it's a lot of fun being a part of this guild. And so, you know, I think we've all kind of slowly recruited our Bowtied friends to come into to come into the Savita Guild. And, you know, I think now, like, there's a there's this massive integration, right? Like, there's so many Bowtieds in the Savita Guild at this point that, you know, so, like, what is Bowtied? Like, Bowtied is, so, like, Bowtied got started by Bowtied Bull, who's, um, probably like a collection of individuals that, you know, they made like a, a, apparently made a bunch of money, you know, like trading, like working on wall street and things like that. 
And like they really preach this idea of uh, the sovereign individual, right? Um, you know, like creating secondary income streams and effectively being like sovereign to, unto yourself. And so, you know, they, and you know, they, they publish a lot of great content on crypto and they've been, they've been proponents of stacks in the past. And so that's kind of how I think a lot of Bowtie got exposure to stacks to begin with. And, you know, ever since then, it's just kind of, you know, everybody is continuing to get involved in this growing ecosystem. I mean, if you really stop and think about it, it it's pretty insane. Like stacks may not, may not launch like the beginning of this year. And, you know, it's, you know, we're barely a full like 12 months into this and just watching the organic growth of this community explode over the past 12 months has been, or, you know, like nine months really has been just absolutely amazing. So um, yeah, Bowtide is, has been a part of the Civita Guild. We're going to continue to be a part of the Civita Guild and, and do what we can to add value. I think. That's awesome. Honestly, I, the the amount of support the Bowtie community has brought Savita, especially through things like the the pool, especially the pool. I mean, um, you were first. I think I think when you first came into the Discord, I think you were part of the pool, and then um, you are now leading our pool, right? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's 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 crazy, like how far we've gotten in this amount of time. Yeah. Um, and and the as yeah as you said the integration between like both Cybeta and Bowtie now is so so immense. It's they're practically almost brothers or sisters or whatever now. They're siblings now at this point. You know, there's they're, they're we're very all closely tied together. Yeah, we're we're very bow tied together. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. You know, I, I'll say that um, you know when I came into the pool, right? You know it was like very experimental hysteria. You would just, you were just like, Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to mine this. Like we're going to do it together as a, as a team. Like you were the only person I think in the entire ecosystem was like, Hey, let's have a pool. Like, let's, you know, let's get people to pool capital together. And, you know, I think what we've realized is that like proof of transfer light, um, it encourages the formation of capital pools in the stacks ecosystem. Like this is, if city coins is, is really going to be like a long-term project and sticks around for a long time, you're going to see these formation, this, this formation of capital pools across the ecosystem because, you know, proof of transfer light just encourages that naturally. And so, you know, I feel like we at Savita Guild, we have this kind of this first mover advantage. Like we're very much like well positioned to take advantage of that and to, and to be, um, you know, kind of be like leaders in the space, right. For, for, for organizing capital within the Stacks ecosystem for, for the public. Right. I mean, you know, I'm sure that, like Stacks developers and like the, the, the core Stacks team, you know, I'm sure they all have like their own, you know, their own capital pools going on probably. So it's good to have, I think, something for the rest of the ecosystem where everybody can get involved, where, you know, it's a welcoming discord and those kinds of things where people can come and uh, be a part of it. So. So Bowtie, Moonbeam and Asteria, when you guys are building out New York City, the, the mining pool and Miami pool, um, knowing that there's there, we've gotten a lot of, you know, obviously an influx of people into the discord server, which was a, a big motivator to want to do this state of the union, just to like welcome everyone and, and try and like get as many people to remain in the fold as possible. Um, but say like those projects, they have such potential, they, you know, they're really 
um, intellectually intriguing and new and novel. And then there's also opportunities uh, to profit off of them monetarily, like you're speaking. So I think that they're a great, like, uh, killer app, I guess. Um, when you look at those, the two of you and your process of building that out, the whole team, what what skills do you think are are really important and that um, would be great to see like people just highlight or bring more of into the space? Um, I can go ahead and start. So, you know, I think obviously for, for, for taking it, you know, as when it, when it comes to the city coin specifically, right. Um, you know, we're, we're just, we're kind of building while we're flying here. Right. But I mean, obviously, um, Asteria, NVIDIA and uh, Dio, um, who are, you know, all guild members, um, you know, they've built out like an API and a user interface and, you know, there was even like a smart contract based solution for, for Miami, Miami pool. Um, you know, so, so having those kinds of skills, like developer skills, I think is, that's absolutely critical. It's like foundational, I think, to what we're doing here. Um, but then, you know, on top of that, like, um, you, know, you know, since we've launched New York City, the New York the NYC pool, um, you know, we've had members in the discord, like somebody created a, a statue of Liberty Bot. I mean, that's like incredibly helpful, right? Like, you know, because I'm, I'm tracking the stuff in a spreadsheet, like I'm not super technical. And so like having somebody do that, like that's, you know, that's great for community building, right? So I think people that can like add value at the margin um, like that, like, you know, just, you know, like adding, adding like small things or simple things here and there. We also have this other uh, fellow named Matt OC who's in the Discord and he's like, he used to work for Bridgewater Associates, which, you know, is like a really big quant fund, um, Anyway, that he like he's helping build out like some modeling around um, New York City Coin, and he's going to help us try and like add like alpha right to our mining. You know, he's going to effectively try and help us like inform like you know what should we bid, how like how frequently should we bid, like what's the optimal strategy um, to really add value for folks that join the pool. Um, you know, and then like I think just general community building. You know, like it's it's great to have everybody in these, this pool, but like when New York City Coin. I don't know, it's not like the new shiny thing anymore. Like, how do we keep people engaged? How do we keep people around? Um, and how do we keep people people building, right? I mean, I think that's kind of the goal. So having folks that are, are capable of, like, helping build the community, that's a very valuable skill, I think. In Asteria, on that note, I've, I know that you've been giving some thought to, say, organize, organizing projects and, and keeping them on track and, you know, making sure that... Uh, you know, they're done in a secure and private manner, but um, is there anything that you want to build off on that in terms of like other intangibles that are not project specific that anyone that wants to, you know, pick up the mantle and run with it, it would be a welcome utility or tool for people to, to begin to contribute. I'd say the, one of the, Biggest things might be a some sort of, uh, maybe some sort of trustless fund between um, members. So, or, or even even if it's not trustless, right? Um, just some script that makes it easy that we can run in the server. Um, I mean, I just throwing ideas off the top of my head. Um, being able to request a certain amount of funding from inside the guild. Um, that would be quite useful and raise it from like fellow founders and fellow members. Um, and also a another random idea I had was we should have some sort of Discord bot 
that was like, for example, you can put a, you can enter a Bitcoin transaction ID or a Stats transaction ID or a Stats account or a Bitcoin address, etc. Um, and then the bot will respond with like latest transactions or like details on that transaction. That would be really useful instead of having to go to the Explorer every time. Like that, that, that should be pretty simple to do because it's just connecting to the API. Um, and the, but that would be really useful in the Discord to just pick up. I think that would be pretty easy to do. Um, I mean, it, it's it's quite it's quite interesting to see how Civita isn't just made up of direct Siberians, right? It's also made up of different organizations who are independent on their own, but receive support from the guild and also support the guild and therefore are part of the guild, if that makes sense. So people, I don't know. That's why I, that's why I invited up like Chiente and stuff like um, that. There are a number of organizations external of like directly in the guild that are very supportive of like how we do things um, and provide like the community and the projects and sometimes even the funding, especially the Stats Foundation. Right, Stats Foundation has been a massive help on getting us off of, off of the ground and stuff like Alex and Dexes um, when they come online. I think what we're seeing is like big. I'm really just rambling on at this point, yeah. um, but like I think on on that side, we I for for example on Alex, Savita and Alex will really help each other because Savita can provide massive amounts of liquidity to the protocol, and Alex can provide their exchange to the deal. So the deal would have most likely massive amounts of capital pooled between thousands and thousands of members that want to vote on it and use it in a trustless way um, in like a sort of majority vote system. Um, so being able to, for example, exchange between tokens in a completely trustless way using code on the blockchain, that's where Alex comes in. It's really useful in that respect. That's... But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going off. Let's no, that... get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And yeah, I think before we throw it to Alex, I, just to build off of uh, what you were saying real quick that this might be a great time to mention this but um, just this week I started at the Stacks Foundation as the new grant program manager and you know as we're talking about these little utilities and um, small things that can really add and you know add a lot of functionality and don't need to be like project specific necessarily I just want everyone on this call to know that Stacks grants are there for you, and we have a $100 million treasury that is ready to be deployed. And really, we look at it as having two kind of main litmus tests. One, is it something that would benefit the Stacks ecosystem? And two, is it something that contributes to a more user-owned internet? And these grants, you know, you don't need to think of them as like a large doctorate dissertation or something like that. It can be a small grant. These grants range in uh, time and money. Um, you know, we're, we're really just kind of uh, going through and refining the grant uh, application process right now. And we'll actually be rolling out and having our own little state of the union, hopefully here in a month or so. Um, but just know that, um, you know, we really want as many people in that process as possible. We want to increase the velocity and the uh, number of people that are, are taking advantage of that. And we don't, we're not looking 
necessarily to just have like a one and done situation. We want to build relationships and reoccurring grant uh, opportunities so that it could be, you know, semi regular, you know, income for people that are really serious about it. But it's also like, that's how we get the most return on investment is by, you know, continuing to build off of this and, people that are taking advantage of the funds know that there's a legacy knowledge base that's being built up. So you have an awareness of the overall stacks ecosystem, what's been done. And also like there's going to be opportunities for mentorship. Uh, So if you're a grantee and you want to come back and just be a mentor to other grantees, like there could be grants for being a mentor or there could be grants for having an ad hoc research group. So if there's a bunch of you out there that have like big blue sky ideas about uh, gaming on stacks or, you know, different art initiatives or just content creation, like Jake, we're talking to you about, uh, you know, different abilities to just help spread the messaging. Uh, it doesn't need to necessarily be code. Code is great. We want more, more clarity con- uh, developers and, and stuff like that all the time, but there's a lot of other uh, skill sets and, and intangibles that um, are, you know, should also be, you know, considered and very much uh, a part of making Stacks and Saibita successful. Yeah, I think um, I got into Stacks in May and one of the things that that gave me pause at first, because I was like, I'm going to become a developer. I'm going to change careers and, and do this kind of like Web3 thing. And when I first got into Stacks, my concern was, will I have a job? Like, is there enough companies here? Is there enough money here in Clarity and Stacks compared to something like Ethereum and Solidity? And when you're like going down the interwebs and the YouTubes, it's hard to tell. There's not enough Clarity stuff out there or like people who are like, like kind of like consumer facing, telling you about what it's like in the ecosystem. So I took a leap of faith, but things like the grants program alleviate a lot of that, where you guys have a process, you guys have liquidity, and if you have an idea and the kind of like willpower, uh, you can go straight to creating really, really fast, which is, which is amazing. Uh, but on that topic, I think we have a ton of people who might not know exactly what Saibita is building or has built. So I think it's probably good to give kind of a lay of the land for what have you guys already done in the past year and like what's in the near pipeline if they're not aware. And that's probably for you, Asteria. I mean, from... Hmm. Thinking about it, like, I think we, well, backing on to Will, too, like, I think it would be really useful to have some developers devote a bunch of time, or even just have, like, some documenting, more, like, docs people who are, like, will write out and produce content around how the language works, because we've got quite a lot of um, techies. Um, who know how the languages work and they know pretty much in vigorous detail how they build something but we need to be able to convey that to new people because I think I think what I think it's important to remember that crypto is not just for crypto right uh, crypto is for normal people too so 
that once once we start going into like the phase of hyper bitcoinization we're going to need we're, we're going to need a lot of educational content on how does it work but we don't want to be we don't want to be too simple but we don't want to be too complex that people just get lost right it needs it there's a certain level of quality to it and i think if you if you can make to that i think there's a lot of funding here and a lot of people are ready to support you um if someone wants to come up and do that and i think i mean the foundation will probably back you well i'm they will back you um so i, I think hmm, long term um I think we should definitely focus on more content and I think we definitely need to focus on more content now because what what we need to do is sort of catch up with Ethereum's talent. Uh, back back when like Ethereum was created, we lost quite a lot of Bitcoin developers all over to the other side of the crypto ecosystem. So getting retrieving all that talent and bringing it back to the original chain um, I think that will be that's one of the most important goals that we could have, um, and bringing the billions of capital that's currently in Ethereum and its chains back to Bitcoin is like imperative, if that makes sense. Like, especially when Ethereum has all this content surrounding it. And it has quite a lot of the, um, well, if, if there's even a market share to content, I think there's a, Ethereum holds the majority of the market share of um, content surrounding it. So it most developers just immediately do Ethereum when they want to build something Web3. Like they immediately link it to Ethereum. And that's not something we want to do, right? Um, I mean, we, we have the tech, Right, clarity is just by standard. It's not worth arguing it over. Clarity is a better language than solidity for security. It's less likely to go wrong. It's much much safer. Much easier to like recover from bugs. Like doing. I repeat this a lot, but if you look at like Arcadico's hack a while ago, no one. Well, they recovered like I think seventy seven percent or something around there of the funds. Right. Um, and they couldn't have done that on Ethereum, right? Because the contract that hacked the Arcadico contract wouldn't have been viewable for the rest of the ecosystem. It would just be some bytecode that's not human readable. But because we have clarity, pun intended, because we have clarity and we can see what they did, the Arcadico was able to retrieve the vast majority of the capital inside the and I think that's just really important. Um, and especially, it's also a much simpler language. Um, it Just in general, it's more like coning with Python, say, to like Rust. Right? It's a lot simpler too, you know, um, even though it's actually based on Rust. So, yeah, I think we definitely need more content. And I think, I think if we, I'm not sure how to go about doing it because I haven't looked into it too much before but like the the funding is definitely there like i know that for sure right we just need the people at this point we need the talent yeah 100 percent. and you know jake or Asteria, um if you could add uh chante and drew and ken kenny to the stage that'd be cool and then Asteria or bowtie moon do you just or linden do you just want to kind of 
rattle through. I know that, like, just some of the the greatest hits of Saivita so far and what's ahead. So we got Light Lane. We got uh, New York City uh, Mining Pool. We got uh, Whole Coin. We got uh, Dow OS. We've got uh, Halo. Um, Asteria, are, are you maybe able to just kind of, like, buzz through those in, like, uh, a very brief overview for each one and that's still under development so that yeah. we can kind of wet people's palate as to where they would dive in? Yeah, so um, if uh, if I open the Discord event, let me read through what we've got. There's so many at this point. So, um, the current of direct Siberian projects, uh, we've got DAOS, which is a on-chain um, basically make it easy DAO system for anyone to be able to make one without needing to know clarity um so i mean reading clarity in in one sense is a lot easier than um writing it right uh, you still have to learn it um so that's dao os moving on to the next one which is light lane um light lane is a basically the design we're designing it to be the next gen protocol of the internet um so it's i like tor um it replaces tor it replaces vpns and it replaces um https it speeds up connections it makes them anonymous um governments cannot block things at that level effectively it's it's a bit like tor but instead of um all of your traffic going over three hops right um it's split up into the data size and every single person using light lane becomes a relay right so if if we're talking tor must have hundreds of thousands of users but it only has about six thousand relays right but then light lane with at the same scale as tor would have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of relays and it would be practically impossible to block any of them right and then once everyone because it's faster than regular internet because it's going over a distributed network it's also more anonymous and just private in general then the network rapidly exponentially expands and replaces the old big tech influenced protocols um designed to be more democratic i suppose um what was the next one let me check uh -huh. Oh yeah. So the next next one, uh, obviously, you all know if you're on install, um, City Coins. Um, we are quite a direct participant in the City Coins project. Um, we helped build Miami Coin. We helped build. Well, we built all the pools around it. We built UIs for it. Um, now we're moving on to New York Coin. Well, I say moving on. We're still sticking with Miami, obviously, but we also have that mining pool for NYC. Um, lots of infrastructure around NYC. Um, planning to build another UI for it. Um, and also supporting effectively any application we want to use on it. So just, I think the, the, the gist of where we want to go with CityCoins next will be Bitcoin mined CityCoins rather than 
SDX minus city coins. So even though the the government won't have a yield in treasury, it will be directly in Bitcoin. Like stacks will only act as a logic layer, effectively how it's designed to be. And Bitcoin acts as the capital, which it is designed to be, and the city coin as the effect, well, sort of like a representative token of the city, right? If you if you support the city, you can buy the token and help help the city. Um, while also getting paid. And I think city coins is gonna be really big in the future because once we move over to like native Bitcoin, um the, the, there's quite a few reasons why cities don't directly buy Bitcoin, mostly due to regulations um, and m- more so due to the purpose. Like there's, you'd want people tend to say um, that they should buy Bitcoin and then just hold it. But then that's not what city th- cities do, right? City, city governments are meant to pay out for things. That's the whole purpose of the government is to, look after the citizens and effectively not hold anything. The less the government owns, the better, right? The more that's in the people's hands, the better. Um, right. And so that's why... Yeah. Just building off that, mm-hmm. there was also the the city, or sorry, the Miami coin uh, hackathon that some Siberians took part in and placed, I think, first and third, right? And I mean, there's just first a and... lot... Yeah. There's a lot of visioning yep. and opportunities just uh, in terms of the utility that could be, uh, you know, what we can use the city coins for. Um, obviously, there's going to be more and more cities coming online. So, you know, how do we almost create like a coin market cap, uh, like beginning to look at the correlation between real world, like GDP and demographics and, uh, you know, sort of. Uh, health of you know fiscal health of a city versus its you know its coin market cap um i think is a is a really interesting rubber meets the road moment where we're starting to see you know okay so i'm not just speculating on a city because it has you know better weather than another city but i'm actually like seeing the health of a city come through in its in its uh coin market cap um and token price yeah and i'll add on to this this is drew um hey drew i will um you know i think one of the key things along with city coins um is really creating value for the coins themselves right so um you know miami voice we're going to be doing a pilot with miami uh for our basil so we're going to be launching a little thing for that um but i think the hope is and the inspiration is is like how can we make these coins themselves what can these cities do and we've seen some cool stuff with minting nfts in in uh miami coin um and the scale difference between miami and new york to have new york buy-in on this is absolutely huge i mean you can see already the mining well first of all Miami coin laid the groundwork for what's to come it went exceedingly well well better than I think anyone expected and now if New York can sort of come at it with this fervor 
it's such a huge audience and the publicity it could bring and the potential it could bring, the number of artists there are there that could do NFTs. I mean, I think it's really inspiring. And, and I think that's something because of our connection with this, I think that's something that Saivita can really add to that ecosystem is like looking for ways that you can use the coin to be of value. You know, the, um, you know, some of these tools where you have the decentralized WeWork type of thing, that's a great idea, right? Because it's geographically based, um, but coming up with ideas and utilizing the IP we've created and all that stuff. Uh, I think it's going to be really exciting 2022 and all the stuff we can do, um, you know, in that whole ecosystem. We might even see a, a New York flippening of Miami coin uh, in the next 10 days or so, if you've been paying attention to the, the metrics that gone into it. Yeah, I totally. Miami, yeah, New totally. York's already at like uh, 12 million, probably 13 million now. And Miami's at 20. It's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like, look at the look at the stats, right? Back back when we were starting mining uh, MIA in the Siberian pool, um, I think our average price per like per token came out to about naught point three cents. We were mining them each, I think, for the first few rounds, like the first few weeks, and then. But for New York, right? Uh, New York, we're mining them at 0.02 SDS each, which is four cents, right? Which is well over 10 times the initial mining price that we were paying for Miami, right? So, which makes sense considering uh, New York has a mark, well, New York has a hundred times budget compared to Miami, right? Um, I think definitely looking into the future, I think bringing, bringing like, New York was like, or is the capital of Wall Street, right? That's that's where the old finance lives. Well, wait, don't. Uh, hi, this is Chen from Alex. Hi, everybody. Well, um, I have been trying to convince Australia to move to New York. Um, so let's see. <laughs> what else? I live in New York right now. I'm in Manhattan. Um, a lot of people and all of us made this mistake when we look at a city's uh, wealth. We look at the, uh, the medium. We look at the average income. But if you come to live in New York, you'll realize that this is a city that is really optimal to have a city coin, to have a New York coin. Why? Because it's very, very heterogeneous. The income distribution in New York, if you draw the charts of these two distributions, you will see that the discrepancy between the wealthy and the not so wealthy, the distance is so large, you will be shocked. I mean, yes, as you're, you're right, in New York, in Manhattan, on Park Avenue, you could look into a window of an apartment with all these arts that's worth millions, billions of dollars, but right two blocks away, you could have a school, a public school, that the kids, the only warm meal they get a day is from the school. Now, I always think that, and that's why I admire Savita Asteria and Bowtie so much, is that I truly, truly believe that if we want to solve this income distribution problem, we need to use Bitcoin. 
we need to use blockchain and we need to build a lot of stuff on stacks that to get these people who have never been able to take the advantage of this technolo technological improvement or innovation, they have never been able to jump on this bandwagon to really benefit from this. I think this is really the, our chance, the generation of yours, Asteria, that can lead us to those places. Um, that's my vision of the day, and I really, really admire you guys. Thank you. That's awesome, Chantis. Thank you, Chantis. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, to... I totally agree. Quite. Oh, I, I was just going to say, are, are we able to do, like, Q&A on this format? Just to see if there's uh, any yeah, questions from the audience? Can request. Yeah, should we hold hold hold, blah, 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 uh, hold a quick Q and A right now, and then move on to like detailed projects or what? Uh, no, let's uh, go with the projects and then end with the Q and A. All right, okay, let's do that then. Um, what should we start with? Uh, I think we might start with. Should we start with uh, Holcoin because I think. That that was the last on our list in the Discord, but then I think this is like quite a bit thing, right? It's been quite under the radar, especially even in the guild, right? It's been pretty under the radar. But I think it's pretty ingenious. Um I think we have Brian in the audience. Um if I invite him to speak. Um it dep it depends um who turns up. But then Drew's also here, so he could talk about DOS if he's not. Um me and Lyndon can talk about Light Lane, uh, you know. Have to see. Um, no, all right. Should we, Drew? Do you want to do DAOS first? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> so DAOS, for those that aren't familiar, the idea behind it was. Hey, can you, can you hear me? Oh, is he here? Oh, hi. Um, I, I, I think I'm on. Down. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Yeah, go, Brian. Go. I, I, I think I'm on, everyone. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's the youngest DAO member so, in the background. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I got my uh, my son in the background, so just bear with me for one second. But basically, Whole Coin is a POX like token accompanied by a DAO, um, where the treasury is basically utilized to deploy capital into um, into consumer goods companies, and we're also creating an incentive structure. Uh, called whole coin compliance uh, which is basically like a consumer goods label similar to the way you'd see non-gmo or organic where we want to incentivize consumer goods companies to basically bring things on chain so bring your bring your supply chain on chain except uh except um bitcoin on your e-commerce website um uh except to uh, offer token rebates by by putting qr codes on your packaging um, all kinds of things like that, basically to incentivize adoption in the decentralized space. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go back on mute because obviously this isn't the best time for me to be speaking, but I would love to chat with anyone who's interested in learning more about that. <laughs> all right. Okay. Thanks, Brian. Um, maybe maybe later if you get a chance. Uh, should we move on to DAOS then? Or... Yeah? Yeah, I, I'm happy to talk. If anyone has other questions, I can go back. Um so DAOS, the, the idea behind DAOS initially was to provide a mechanism where anyone could propose could post a proposal 
and for doing some type of work along with sort of milestones and a plan. And that could be voted on and you could actually stake coin against it. And it would be released then per milestone once it was achieved, once the sort of the total cost of the project was achieved, it would then be released by vote of all the people who had staked against it to approve each milestone. Um, and what we discovered in the making of this is that type of use case <clears throat> is really a ways out. Like no one, no one is operating a DAO at that level in the Stacks ecosystem where they need that kind of funding connectivity yet, um, or there are very few. But what we discovered very quickly was that there is no good voting mechanism right now in the Stacks ecosystem for people to even just do a simple vote on chain. So we sort of pivoted in such a way to create something like a Snapchat, like a, a snapshot, like on Ethereum. Uh, but the beauty is a snapshot <clears throat> is a voting mechanism that any DAO can create, but everything's just stored in IPFS because in the Ethereum ecosystem, it'll cost you like 50 bucks to place a vote, which is insane, right? Now the beauty of stacks is we can put all of this on chain. So any vote can be locked on chain and can be sort of stored in the blockchain, right? And it costs maybe, you know, like 10 or 15 cents to, to cast a vote. <clears throat> so that's what we ended up sort of pivoting towards. And um, Miami Voice is really sort of an incarnation, an instance of that, right? And if you're not familiar, Miami Voice is an app that essentially allows you to authenticate in with your wallet and anyone from Miami can post a proposal for how they want to spend the wallet for the the Miami city that's been generated through the mining of Miami coin. Um, and then anyone can vote on other proposals um, to boost them and, and whatnot. So, you know, this is really just sort of the first iteration of it. And the hope is we will, you know, universalize this, open source it, uh, and make it very easy for anyone else to to come into a DAO fold, create DAO tooling. Uh, because I think in 2022, we're going to see a lot more DAO activity. Um, we're going to see a lot more community interaction. Um, we already are. If you look at the maturity of the NFT projects that are happening now, you see we've got these communities that are really interacting. I mean, Megapont um, is great. It's so great to see the activity both on social media, but also in their Discord. Crash Punks is another great one. Artie's is a super interesting one. Uh, Seigle is another interesting one. Um, and, and I don't mean to leave anyone out. There's, there are a bunch that are up and coming. Um, but these communities are really the future of crypto. Um, so we want to get DAO tooling over the next sort of six months to a point where anyone can create an instance of it. Anyone can essentially do on-chain or off-chain voting, um, possibly doing some Discord integration so you can do votes from within Discord, um, having the potential to link to a treasury so that you can have votes on releasing funds um, to do something. Um, I've also talked to some people who are interested in seeing the ability to uh, tie this to a coin. So if you have a DAO that has a, a token you'd be able to, you know, vote. And if the vote was approved, it would then release more coin into the ecosystem or burn coin um, or otherwise integrate into smart contracts. So 
you can have the DAO doing voting capabilities for all kinds of things like adding new members, for example, um, that would then sort of add them to a registry. I, I mean, the possibilities really are endless. Um, and we hope to lay sort of the groundwork and the foundational work for all of that type of tooling. Um, and then incidentally, uh, personally, because through the process of this, what I realized is there are some extremely fundamental tools that are missing in the Stacks environment, like a collab land, for example, where from Discord, you can connect your wallet. Um, right now, when you join these NFT projects, if, if they want to get your wallet to whitelist you, you have to either post it in a Discord channel and they have to like manually add you to a new role. Um, so I'm building tools through a Stacks Foundation residence program to eliminate that. We actually have a beta version of that. Um, and additionally, along with that, it will be able to look in, into your wallet when, once you authenticate and see if you're holding a specific token or NFT and give you a different role inside of Discord because of that. Um, so that, that foundation thing, it is separate from DAOS, but it's also very connected, right? This is all the sort of community tooling that is going to be key to having Stacks be like a really solid foundation moving forward, especially if you can do this stuff like with a click of a button, if you can do it super easy and it doesn't require a ton of technical expertise. Right, and Drew, just to build off that, so Drew's a member of Cyvita. He's a recipient of individual grants and he's a recipient of a, I believe it's a six month long grant yeah. residency. Yeah. And while he's in the grant residency, he is still able to uh, solicit and accept other grants and be a member of Cyvita. So um, there are a lot of uh, opportunities and a lot of, uh, you know, I guess, avenues that are available. Um, and I, I guess I almost think of it as like an XY spectrum when it comes to some of these things where maybe at uh, one end of the X axis, and is sort of like small dollars and at the other end is big dollars and on the y-axis at one end is uh, open source and at the other end is proprietary and so somewhere on that kind of uh, spread mapping you know you you can almost find money available to you whether it's a small dollar thing and it's totally open source or a big dollar thing and it's completely proprietary or small dollar thing and it's proprietary and big dollar thing and it's uh, open source and everything in between. And so we wanna, we wanna cover and communicate, you know, all of the opportunities that are available in each quadrant of that um, to people and let them know that, you know, whether it's uh, as an individual, it's a full-time thing, a part-time thing, as a collective, um, breaking off a small part of an ongoing project or it's a standalone project or if it's a research initiative, um, just a topic um, that you're interested in. Uh, you know, I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunities there. And, and what Drew was saying, you know, really like, I think the things that add the most value are these utilities that could be utilized by, you know, to onboard anyone in the stacks. Um, you know, and, and help facilitate better Discord rooms, help facilitate better NFT drops, help facilitate um, buying stacks from, you know, right from your wallet or a mobile app or uh, any number of these things that, 
just kind of reverberate through all of the projects and all of um, the ecosystem is going to be the the most important. Um, and then it, it doesn't need to be a Stacks branded environment or experience. If you are building something that's meant to be chain agnostic and you just need um, some ability to sort of plug in to the Stacks ecosystem, you know, we're certainly willing to help uh, assist with, with that tooling also. Yeah, and to that note, I'll add, you know, at the beginning of the year when, um, you know, someone from the foundation came to me to, to talk about applying for a grant for some Dow tooling, I had a full-time job. I was a, a director of strategy at a consulting company, and I was doing this in my spare time, and I loved it. And basically, all of this stuff has enabled me to pivot to where, you know, I'm just doing crypto, and I'm just, uh, I'm just out here living the dream, basically, <laughs> just building stuff on this ecosystem. Uh, so that's it's awesome that, you know, Stacks is is behind getting people to do this in a in a thoughtful, smart way, and I would add that Savita. Uh, is a great foundation and springboard for all these types of things because there are so many people and so there's so much talent in this group um, that it's it's really makes for um, you know great networking and just a good way to discover you know all that's happening in the in the stacks realm. Yeah, t totally. Um, I think. Def definitely stuff like community utility and just just general community tools um i think those are going to be really important for helping build it especially you mentioned like being able to buy like being able to buy sdx in your wallet right that would be really cool but then don't do it like an exchange right make it a non-custodial wallet first and then add a decentralized exchange into it Right, um, maybe maybe even something like add BISC integration and then do trading on BISC or like all sorts of things. So you can do fiat too, and like just just do do you can go crazy, right? And there's there's a lot of support here to support you if you do want to build that. Um, especially what I what I find quite cool is uh, the foundation just launched yeah its residency program where you can apply to basically have a salary of sorts um, to either research or build in the stats ecosystem, right? So even if you're not quite sure what you want to do yet, if you, if you have uh, any sort of idea or if you, even if you just want to research something, right? If you want to write blog posts on the underlying tech of stats so more people can understand it in an easy to know way, right? apply for a residency program, get like, I don't know, six months of your life paid for, and you've got six months to fulfill your dreams effectively. Um, so I think that's, I think that's one of the coolest things the foundation has brought out so far. Yeah. So. And I'll add that those payments can be received in us dollars or stacks. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, exactly. It'd be so awesome. I mean, what might be interesting is um, I think you should you guys should look at um, at adding Bitcoin payments, right? 
so you can pay out to people i mean something we're looking at for one of our stealth projects right which i've mentioned on twitter um is effectively um we're going to be prepaying a bunch of developers in native bitcoin uh for the work for work on the project right um so it would be really cool if we had like native btc and i think if like the grants program did, did a similar thing like um we we make a big deal of saying like oh stats is a currency right uh, stats is a gas token and should be used for, as a DAS token, and we should use Bitcoin as the currency. That's the point of stacks. Um, I think it'd be really cool to have like BTC payments out on from the foundation. That'd be awesome. All right, should we move on to the next project? Or... Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm in a quieter space now. If we want to touch back on Holcoin. Yeah, sure. Is there are there any? Other devs from I wonder if um, friends found He's not. Uh, all right, I think you're on your own for this one, but I can help out because I've been following. Cool. So. Yeah. So, so just the high level, and I think I kind of mentioned this before. But basically, uh, POX Light Token, accompanied by a DAO, um, where the the treasury is going to act somewhat like a, a decentralized venture fund, um, where. Uh, the DAO will vote on companies to receive proceeds uh, in the consumer goods industry. And, and the idea is to promote healthy living across consumer goods, but then also incentivize a lot of these, a lot of these businesses to, to adopt, um, you know, Bitcoin and stacks or, or, or some form of, of, of decentralization. Um, and, uh, and, and this kind of was born because I, I so I have a consumer goods company um, and, and, and when I got involved with the stacks ecosystem, and I, you know, I've told this to Asteria and a couple of the other guys, like in my mind, Stacks is, is the, the, by far by like a mile, the, the best project in in crypto and, and something where I'm, I'm very interested in spending a lot of my time, obviously all we are, all, all of us are here uh, for that reason. Um, so, uh, you know, kind of being a, a thought leader within my own company, my own consumer goods company, bring some other consumer goods founders on board and, and getting them to kind of adopt this, uh, this, this action. Um, and I think we can actually, we can create basically a mark similar to non-GMO, similar to organic, where uh, in order for these companies to receive any kind of funding from the treasury, they, they need to actually go out and they need to, you know, become decentralized in some way. They have to accept Bitcoin on their, on their e-com stores. They have to, um, I think I mentioned, uh, uh, you know, putting QR codes on packaging um, for, for token rebates. And, and I think the list goes on. I think there's a, a great deal of utility that could be added to that um, and figuring out how we can actually incentivize other companies to bring it on chain. And then and then I think uh, similar to what uh, uh, Botab Manib was talking about earlier, you know, the, the, the very nature of POX Lite is um, is to create efficiency and capital. And and I think um, there's a lot of value to be created here. So this is just, I think this is a, a template given, you know, my proficiency in consumer goods and, and we can use that kind of as a springboard. And I think similar to city coins, you know, that's the municipal funding. Um, you can really apply this kind of model to any industry in any vertical. Uh, and I think there's a lot of value to be added. So I'm pretty excited about the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, coming from, 
when you came up with this idea, I thought it was like really cool. I mean, I I think just just having like the the like the idea of having multiple of these funds, these DAOs interacting with one another and effectively interacting with companies, right? So this it's because it's a protocol and not a, in like a venture fund or something like that. Um, the DAO has it, the power is in the people of science, right? The the company knows exactly um, who is voting, right? Who voted for them and who voted against, and like can see using that effectively, right? So I think just being able to just expand this not only to like healthy like consumer goods companies, like like healthy companies, right? Um, but also like a bunch of other industries where companies can, or even small businesses, right? Small businesses have effectively been crushed by giants like Amazon and Apple and Google, right? Especially Amazon in commerce, um, where instead of going out into your town center and buying something, you just go onto your phone and order it from Amazon. That is not exactly healthy for like the whole for small businesses right you want to you want the convenience of bid tech right like like amazon for example but you want to use it with your local stores and by nature that is decentralization right so even even having some sort of fund for a city right hear me out you could have a city with city coin right city coin is being paid out to the residents say in native bitcoin Right, they're being paid interest for supporting their city. Let's say the city coin is making enough that none of them have to pay taxes because the entire city's budget is being paid off by miners. Right, the residents could then use some of that Bitcoin and form a DAO to support their commerce in their town. Right, they could use a whole coin type of thing that's localized for them. So if a business is struggling during let's let's say a pandemic or just anything really uh just if they're struggling in some way um or even just incentives right you can have the 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 shops want to know what the people want and what their customers want and by listening to them they're getting paid to do it and they're incentivized to do it so it's like a beautiful feedback loop between everyone yeah i I think that's exactly right And, and yeah just to just to summarize, yeah, you could synthesize it down to like one core mission. It would be to, to, you know, how do you, how do you bring everything that we're working on into the physical world and, and how do you put the power uh, using POX light back into the hands of, of the community as opposed to big business? I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, I think what we're doing, I think, I think maybe we. And then we lost him. Yeah, Stereo might have frozen up. Um, were there any? We've, I guess, been going a little over an hour. Are there any questions from the audience? I'd love to just field a couple of questions. And um, I think there's been a couple of new speakers added to the stage. If if anyone else has anything that they would like to ask or just chime in on. In some respects, we're going to go backwards the 10 percent control over the whole thing right they rather than um being hysteria, hysteria. We, we, 
You cut yeah, out. We... You cut... The last like minute and a half, we didn't hear anything. We just cut back in and we just let you talk. No, what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Flat done. <laughs> um, but like, the, the, the point I'm making is. Jake, you got anything you want to add? This thing is going off the rails. Uh, well, <laughs> if anybody has any questions, feel free to raise your hand. But I do want to put a pin in something, which is when you when you join these communities like Civita or City Coins, um, they have established communities and they have really good branding. And so I see a lot of people that join into the discords, and they're waiting for permission. They're waiting to see like how does this thing work. Um, they want direction almost. And I think it's kind of like a legacy thing from the old institutions of like top-down leadership. But that's not how these things work commonly. It's It really is like there's this quote that the, the disposition comes before the position, meaning that you act like a CEO before you become CEO. And that's exactly how these discords work, where if you like what we're talking about and you like what CityCoins is about, show up and just start interacting and start creating things and it really is like self-reinforcing and self-policing and so if you overstep or asking too much like people will kind of rein you in but that's not the issue we have we need more people just doing more and more and more and not being kind of like passive and watching so yeah if any of this is resonating with you just jump in the discord and just start doing shit because that's 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 how it operates and that's what we need yeah, I, w- I was an architect for, for 20 years until six months ago. I was so enamored with stacks and Bitcoin and Civita. I just quit my career and decided I was going to start a new one. And I came into this like more from like a, a corporate world and um, hanging out with a bunch of you know boomers all day that you know you have your lane you stay in your lane or you get your hand slapped and so it took me a while to be untrained from that mindset and to just like dive in and become proactive and um you know just provide solutions don't provide problems and you will be rewarded and i think that uh you know just just nudging people just letting people know that you're out there is a is a big step in the right direction and knowing that you're uh, proactive and and interested and I think you know it might take a little while but things are just going to snowball and you know one thing leads to another and um, you don't know where you're going to uh, kind of land but you know the the community is just it's so it's growing so quickly I'm sure Jake can talk about that because it's just like every week he has new content to put out and every time you blink there's a new project a new group doing something great and i mean you know it's such fertile territory there's no reason to think that if you want you want to just a new career uh you know like sort of just launch whatever it is that you're interested in and uh there's no reason to think it can't happen within this space Yeah, well said. Um, well, I don't think we have any questions. Is there any last things we want to talk about, or should we close this thing down? Uh, no, you know, just DM, DM on Twitter or on Discord. You know, we'd like to hear how people felt like this uh, State of the Union went. We'd like to do this quarterly.